Today's entrepreneurial community is bigger than it's ever been. From seasoned entrepreneurs to newcomers entering each day, they're all looking for a mentor, someone to guide them, someone who's grown and scaled the business to answer the questions that plague us in an ever-changing market each day. Welcome to the Connected CEO Podcast with Tom Cardella, where we'll attempt to answer some of these questions. Tom's going to share his vast experience from growing several companies, how you can be a connected CEO with your employees, customers, and the surrounding entrepreneurial community at large. Without further ado, here's your host, Tom Cardella. All right, welcome to another episode of The Connected CEO. We are here with Tom Cardella. And Tom, I want to talk today because we know a lot of entrepreneurs uh, start out as wanting to be entrepreneurs and, and they want to start a business. But very often people don't know where to get started or if they have a good idea. And I know I've been with you where, where people have come up and kind of you know asked for advice. You know, if someone came to you and said, hey, hey, Tom, I'm thinking of starting my own business, maybe leaving their corporate job and doing something, what advice would you give to a new entrepreneur, regardless of industry, kind of starting out and, and, and moving into that space? It's a really good question. I think, you know, there, there's a lot of ways we can answer that question, but I think we have to start with some of the basics. First of all, not only do I believe, but others will tell you that it's critical that a person actually has experience in the business they want to start. You know, you may feel that you have a great idea and some people are, some people have the ability to be, you know, leading edge, create solutions that don't exist because they understand the problem and they, and they have an idea for a solution. But if you're going into an area where, you know, there's already other companies already established and you're going to try to gain market share, you're going to want to make sure that you have experience in that, working in that industry. So, you know, you have a, a full idea as to what you'll be getting yourself into. Uh, so that, that's the first thing. The second thing is, uh, you know, you need to go in with a written business plan. Uh, you'll see a lot of companies, they'll start up. I think this is true in a lot of mom and pop companies, uh, restaurants, florists, things of that nature. And maybe that's fine in a, in a small local market. But for anything else, I, I think you're really going to want to have a written business plan. And there's, there's two reasons for that, two main reasons. First of all, when you start a company, at some point, you're going to get so deep into the woods, you can't even see the trees. And things will be, you know, problems will be presenting themselves, opportunities will be presenting themselves, things that seem like a good idea will be presenting themselves, when maybe they're not good ideas. But you can always pull that business plan out, reread the business plan, and that helps establish, reestablish what your mindset should be, um, what it was initially, why you're doing this business, and will allow you not to get sidetracked uh, by another great idea or perhaps expansion too fast that cash flow can't keep up, things of that nature. The other reason for a good business plan, and it kind of probably goes into your next question, is a great business plan will show potential investors that you thought through not only the business, but a typical SWOT analysis, right? Strength, weaknesses, et cetera. And while you may understand the, the market while you may understand the product or service you want to offer, and while you may understand the revenue, potential revenue stream, many potential entrepreneurs lose sight of the fact that they're, because they're so optimistic, right? That's what an entrepreneur is. They are an optimistic individual. But 
you want to make sure that you also understand the threats, potential threats, potential weaknesses of your company, and you can you can succinctly explain that to a, a potential investor or a group of investors. The other thing that in, that the business plan will serve to do will be to ensure that you have the expense side of the equation. Typically on, on an entrepreneur, certainly in my past and others that I've met with, they always underestimate the expenses. They're too optimistic that they can keep expenses low. They're unable or forget to anticipate what could go wrong and, and how that could impact their business. And you know, the last thing an entrepreneur wants to do is to be cash poor and unable to go out and raise another round of financing should they need it. Because that's that then is the death of the company. No, I love that. You know, and I think very strategic advice, right? And you kind of mentioned, I think, uh, entrepreneurs coming out wanting to be, you know, very optimistic or sometimes wanting to be disruptors and change industries and go into that. And, and you mentioned something about them too, knowing the industry they're going into. And then obviously that dominoes into the business plan and things like that. You know, what is, what is your, you know, we know there's no real blueprint on this stuff though, right? So is there like a book you recommend or like, is there, you know, and we know there's a plethora of information online right now, but is there something you think that like, if you're a budding entrepreneur, you should have at least read like these two or three books or at least, you know, listen to this person speak. Is there somewhere that they could go, you think to get guidance, you know, cause there really is no, no blueprint for entrepreneurship. No, that, that's correct. Most communities, universities, and states will have resources within that state that entrepreneurs can seek out. The Small Business Administration has a plethora of information online and resources that a potential entrepreneur can can go out there and, and look and read. Many communities have what's called the Small Business Development Council. Many times that's associated with a university, which is another government-funded entity, if you will, that typically is staffed by former entrepreneurs or individuals that have some experience in, in, in developing and opening a company. I went to the SBDC in the summer of 1993 or 94 because I didn't have the financial acumen that I needed to create the, the spreadsheets for my business plan. A gentleman by the name of Paul Heath sat down with me over several weeks that summer. And while I knew what the expenses were and what I knew uh, how I thought the revenue stream would come in, I didn't have the ability to really put it into a spreadsheet. Well, Mr. Heath helped me with that. And to this day, we still use those initial basic templates when we're forecasting our company out 12 months at a time. Um, so that was an invaluable resource. And then the final resource, you know, again, most, most universities, not all, but most universities will have, these days have an entrepreneurial research center or entrepreneurial department within, within the College of Business. And that's another great resource that an individual can use. Uh, I think the, the one publication that I would recommend is Inc. Magazine. There's a lot of thought-provoking articles in that publication. And, you know, I've, I've, I've have had articles that I've cut out of that publication that I, to this day, I'll continue to use as educational uh, lesson plans inside of my company. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Connected CEO with Tom Cardella, where we're connecting you to the greater entrepreneurial community at large. 
To learn more about Tom, visit theconnectedceo.com and follow him on all of his social media outlets. We'll see you on the next episode.